cities seem to never get the point. Um, obviously, we all know the cities are um, just a haven of crime right now. Uh, the states, though, like New York, uh, they're seeing surges in crime throughout the entire state. Um, but no one's learned their lesson. And we're learning this now because Los Angeles County earlier this month was another one of the liberal cesspools that ditched their cash bonds. Uh, they got rid of it for, as they call, nonviolent offenses. It was quite interesting. Here was the article from earlier uh, this month about them just ditching it and leaving it behind. But many of you probably know already that um, LA has been a hot mess when it comes to looting, when it comes to just organized crime. Um, there's plenty of videos you could see here right now, video of looting going on throughout Los Angeles. Uh, this was a 7-Eleven that was robbed earlier this year, and there's no consequences for it. And normally, judges would be able to intervene and repeated offenders put them away or hold them to a higher amount of, of bonds, but it's not happening anymore. LA is just letting these people do whatever they want to do. And so to help us understand as to why this is happening all around the country, um, I want to bring in my girl, Michelle Eskenazi. Michelle is the president of the National Association of Bail Agents. She's also the president of the New York State Bail Association. She's a good friend of mine. I always call her whenever I have a question about bail because it's a complicated issue, Michelle. It's not so simple, um, but you seem to simplify it. And you also drop in a few good puns, so I appreciate that. Thank you for joining us, Michelle. <laughs> Absolutely, Brianna. So happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So, Michelle... For our audience at home, um, before we jump into the conversation, I want to break down what bail is specifically and why it's so important to have bail as an option for crimes like looting and other crimes like that. So before we jump into it and dive into the specifics of everything, just give us a basic overview as to what bail is and why it's so important. Well, bail is the mythical four-letter word, right? But it's enshrined in the Eighth Amendment of the Constitution. So it's a constitutional right. It's abundantly important. I'll give you an example that I think everybody can relate to. My nephew goes to Rutgers University, where once a Krispy Kreme rhino governor changed the bail system in 2016. Okay. So anyway, my nephew goes to Rutgers University and he gets accused of a date rape, which is a violent crime, but it's also a very accusatory crime. Um, the judge holds you incarcerated because you're essentially a danger to society with no option of bail, kind of like China and Iraq in a combo pack. So that's what's done in the state of Jersey. You have lost your constitutional right to bail and not having a constitutional right to bail doesn't allow us to obtain liberty and get ready for trial and answer to the charges and you know, all those things are really important if you're going to have a balanced criminal justice system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, they are really important. And I mean, we've seen it before in New York. I mean, I told our audience before I left in 2019 because um, as you and I spoke about almost daily, they were dropping uh, bonds and they were going to start freeing criminals. And it was crimes like, and, and although, yes, you are innocent until proven guilty, and I, I totally believe that, repeated offenders, right? Like if you've been convicted two times prior for robberies and you've done it a third time, you know, it's kind right. of like, all right, there's there's a theme yeah. here. Um, right. But there were things that were so vile that New York considered to be nonviolent. And this is why it's so important for people at home, even if you're not living in New York, crimes like possession of child pornography, New York considered that as a nonviolent offense. 
they also they consider did. Yeah, it's like, it, the, but Democrats are like the only party that you see advocating for pedophiles. And, and that's the reason why they consider that to be nonviolent, even though there sadly is a child who's who's either being uh, molested or is being raped in these in these videos and photos. Right. For some reason, they considered it to be nonviolent. And it got mm. even worse. I mean, they even at one point, Michelle, if you remember, there was a woman named Rosie who was killed uh, by an illegal immigrant. And this was just weeks before um, the elimination of cash bail was being implemented. And the illegal who killed Rosie and left her there to die was charged with manslaughter, but was immediately released. Um, so we have that. Um, if you want to bring that up, Colton, that's the fourth, fourth element in our in our page. Uh, that's up there as well. And it's it's so vile that they initially released this person. And mm. uh, like I said, he was an illegal. And right. the only reason why they were able to hold him was because ICE got involved. And ICE got involved in New York and right. they Federal. held him. Right. Yeah. Right. And otherwise right. he would have he would have ran um right but it was things like that that they considered to be nonviolent. super important for our audience at home to know that democrats considered manslaughter and child pornography to be nonviolent crimes um right michelle what was your gut reaction after reading this in new york and what you thought was going to happen to the rest of the country well i'm going to be 100 with you because i always am um i knew about it before new york knew about it right mm -hmm. because i'm on the lobbying team up in albany begging them, regardless of political ideology, saying, hey, hey, what about your constituents? You know, none of them, regardless, blue, red, purple, green, you know, rainbow, nobody, once they become a crime victim, is going to think that this was a great idea. Why don't you just do it poco a poco, slow? You know, just let's do it slow, 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 and let's see what happens. But the, the truth of the matter, and you know this better than anybody, is that there was so much or is so much Soros money behind this movement that it didn't matter. It didn't matter that we were advocating for the fundamental differences between right and wrong. It can't be right to indulge in child pornography. It doesn't matter if you're atheist, if you're Roman Catholic, it's not appropriate. So we tried to advocate to Don Cuomo and company, but it didn't work because Cuomo signed it into the budget in 2019 with a 1120 rollout and the criminal recidivists knew about it. They were very excited about the prospect of it. Yeah. And I think like on day two, they were robbing banks left and right. They were yeah. loving it. And then, you know, then the uh, <clears throat> hit the fan and we had to make some changes and we're on our fourth amendment brianna i hope that your listeners know that yeah 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 no i think it's important i mean listen most new yorkers woke up and i think democrats were a little shook when they saw that there were so many uh voters who were loyal to the democratic party in new york originally were then flipping red um i think they got they got numerous congressional seats in the most recent election in 2022 um for right. republicans and i think it was an eye-opener for them but it wasn't an eye-opener for the rest of the country. And there was a key point in the New York, uh, the, the elimination of bail in New York. And I think this was the most gut-wrenching part, right? I talked to people in law enforcement all the time in New York. And um, they said that that they can't even file charges or complaints sometimes now because uh, victims are so afraid of their contact information being handed over to the defense. So in New York right now, let's say you're a woman on the subway and you are standing on the subway and a man gets behind you and he gropes you and he does something really inappropriate. If you want to file a complaint against that man, um, you now risk, and the police will warn you because they don't want you to be caught off guard, 
you risk that pervert getting your contact information, your address, your phone number, all of the details that he would need to either go back and assault you again or to harass you. And so a lot of people in law enforcement say that turns away a lot of people from reporting crimes. But this is why it's so important, right? You're scratching your head at home wondering why would anyone want to do this? New Yorkers, right. New York Democrats wanted to push this onto the rest of the country. So the real goal in this was to sit there and say, oh, wow, crime, it's not gone up. It's actually gone down. And right. they're falsifying those stats by pretending like it's gone mm -hmm. down because no one's reporting it anymore because they're afraid of becoming a victim of the same crime again. I mean, that's that's definitely one of their newfangled ways to skew the numbers. I mean, yeah. you know, there's many ways that they skew yeah. the numbers, but that's definitely, you know, a newfangled way that they, you know, that they did it. And you know what? The one thing that's never really reported on or really seriously underreported on in all of this bail deform experiment nonsense is the crime victim pool, right? Mm -hmm. So if your daughter is a, a bleeding heart liberal and goes to full day of college at Pace University, or she's a conservative Republican, Pace University, gets on the train, wants to go back up to Westchester to mommy and daddy, and she gets raped, you know, criminal recidivists do not choose their crime victims by virtue of political ideology. So the crime victim pool in the state, the city of New York and the nation, including Los Angeles, obviously, has become, you can't even quantify the numbers because it's because of what you said. You cannot quantify these numbers. So instead of criminal justice reform, what we would like to see is we would like to see victims' rights reform. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Give it, it a whirl. Yeah, well, you know, when you read the bill, when you read the legislation, the original one, it, it looked more like a criminal rights bill. It didn't look like anything that it is. you would want to be a part of. Yeah, it gave more rights to your criminal to the criminals. Totally. Is. And it made the, the job of law enforcement extremely hard, as if it wasn't hard enough already. And um, it's what we see here today unfolding. And unfortunately... Uh, no one's learning this lesson. Like I said, you know, LA is implementing it. I saw something interesting earlier today too. In Oakland County, um, in, in California, they have another Soros DA. And uh, sadly, that Soros DA was the victim of a crime herself. Uh, she was robbed. Her car was a smash and grab, right? Someone stole her laptop. And she called oh. police. But you know what happened when she called police, Michelle? What happened? They didn't come. They didn't come. They told her to fill out a report online. Because yeah, the police I'm sorry don't to care. hear that. Nobody you know? wants to work them. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. I'm going to be able to sleep tonight, but you know, <laughs> you know, listen, yeah. we've been telling them that we've been telling them that for years. It's really unfortunate for the state of New York. You know, I'm, I'm a New Yorker born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, full disclosure. Mm -hmm. And it's really unfortunate for New York that New York city gets to determine our vote. It's yeah. really, really crappy because if we had it the other way around, we would really have some law and order in the state of New York. But I will yeah. tell you that I often tell people, my colleagues all over the United States, if you're going to spend your American money looking at Christmas trees and lights, don't do it here. Watch it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad, especially during times like this. You know, we're watching all these protests taking place um, all around Very the country. Very scary, Brie. Yeah. And they're, they're literally threatening to kill Jews. And for some it's reason, crazy. in our country yeah, right now. A yeah. lot of my family is Judaic, you know, and I'm. I'm like mm -hmm. terrified, you know, I'm like, yeah. okay, where do we go after this? Do we go to Scandinavia? Like, what do we do? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know what we tell people to do at this point. Um, right. I know, you know, a, a lot of people, a lot of Jewish Americans are, are afraid and, and rightfully so because, you know, we have people, instead of calling like the pro-Hamas protesters what they actually are, and that's terrorist right. sympathizers, we're calling them names that, that lessen what they're actually calling for. Of and that's course. literally the, the deaths of, of Jewish Americans and Jews all around the world because they don't want to coexist with them. Uh, and we say never right. forget, but we've clearly forgotten in this country and it's quite upsetting. Um, Michelle, I wanted to direct our audience. You recently wrote a piece in, in Newsmax. I want to get that up on the screen real quick. It's a great piece. I want all of our, our audience right now to head over to Newsmax.com and take a look at it. Uh, it's very insightful. Thanks. You give very uh, broad detail about like what bail reform looks like all around the country. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone should go over there and take a look at it. Uh, Michelle Zganazi, you. you're the best girl. I love you to pieces. Oh, thank thank you. you for joining us today. So happy for you, Brie. Thank you for having me. Well, let's be honest, right? Under Joe Biden, we've had plenty of economic woes Whoa! and uncertainties. Like many of you, I was getting a little nervous, so I turned to my dad for some advice. He's great at investing his money. He said there's only one thing to do, and that's to invest in gold and silver. I've never done it before, so I called our friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott. And I don't regret it at all because, let me tell you guys, he gave me all the details I needed. So if you're like me and you're just trying to get your foot in the door and kind of figure out what's the best way to invest your funds, I highly recommend and right now, you go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash Brianna. That's KirkElliottPhD.com slash Brianna. Or call 720-605-3900. That's 720-605-3900. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. <laughs> We are here to defend democracy. The misinformation poses a threat to our nation's health. Climate change is an emergency. Democratic socialism. Codified. Everyone's right to choose. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm so proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. PatriotMobile.com slash Brianna. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Brianna. Or call 878-PATRIOT.